you ever had a dream, Neo, that you were so sure was real? What if you were unable to wake from that dream? How would you know the difference between the dream world and the real world? This can be what? Be real? It's going into replication. Hey, Bach, it's still nothing. It's gone. It's gone. Tank, we're going to need a signal soon. Got a fibrillation. APOC, location. Targeting almost there. It's going into arrest. Lock, I got him. Now, Tank, now. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. And welcome to... Episode number 11. Number 11 of that the Strange Things Podcast. Yep, yes. 10 plus 1. 10 plus 1. Or 1 next to a 1. I'm Mike. And I'm Austin. And we are your two hosts with the most. <laughs> <laughs> Our two hostess with the mostest. Did you, Austin, did you ever think when we started doing this that we would ever get to 10 episodes? I, didn't. I thought we'd fizzle out way quicker. I know. Now if we could just get 11 listeners, we'd be great. You know, I, I was watching. I think we probably got around 300 regular oh, listeners. That's pretty cool, actually. They, yeah, I, and, and hopefully it's growing. Hopefully. I hear it's really hard to judge how many actual downloads and listens you have I know. on like the podcast things. Yeah, the ones that they say, well, you've had... 300 people listen to this one episode. Yeah. Because I probably listened to that episode probably 20 times. times. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, so it's me. Got to get those numbers up. (laughs) Yeah. Keep going, Dad. Play it while we're recording. Well, we're hoping that we can get more and more listeners. And the more listeners you get, then the more opportunities you have to be promoted by the host of your podcast. Right. So if someday we get like 10,000 listeners, Mm -hmm. then they're going to feature us when you go to their website. We're going to come up in their their popular channels and they'll be like "Ooh, who are these boys yeah Shoot. who are these idaho boys what they think they do <laughs> what? i don't they know. think they do is that an idaho I accent i don't know it was not what they think they do you know i did something really funny today or What'd yesterday i saw an ohio license plate and i saw obviously i saw idaho license plates and i saw iowa and I thought that was funny because Ohio, yeah. Idaho, Ohio. You could th- almost throw Hawaii in there. I did. Oh. And it was like Hawaii, Idaho, Ohio, Iowa. It's like its own language. <laughs> yeah. It could be. It sounds like Bennett, huh? my kid yeah. talking. Yeah. Instead of English, it's. Gibberish. <laughs> Gibberish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or it's not Japanese or Chinese. It's stateies. Stateies. Oh, I get it. Nice. Yeah, states. Stateies are like uh, state troopers. We should tell everybody, even though we're not talking about it right now because we're rambling. What are we going to be talking about at some point in this podcast? Eventually. Yes. For podcast number 11. Which is? We are going to talk about dreams. Yeah. All kinds of dreams. Yeah. And, and apparently there's an infinite number of dream categories. Is it, you know, I, I just... From what I find online. And it just occurred to me that I think 11, the number 11, which is the number of this podcast, is kind of associated with dreams. I was just Googling that on my phone, and then you said, should we start? And I was like, sure. Well, because, you know, they, they say the 11th hour. Mm, do they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I You know, we need to do a little bit of research on that, mm-hmm. because I think the number 11 is, in numerology, is kind of associated with uh, strange dreams. I just Googled, there's a song by mercenary 
and it's called Eleven Dreams. Ooh. It's their third song on an album that they have. Hey, let's try something here. <laughs> okay. Because I've got a little Google okay. Chrome thing over there. Google. I'm going to ask it. Hey, Google, is the number 11 associated with dreams? On the website journeyintodreams.com, they say, when we see 1111 in a dream or even repeatedly in waking life, it is often a sign to us to think about what our soul wants in our life. Thanks, Google. There you have it. <laughs> wow, got it straight from Google's mouth. Google's a hippie. <laughs> I don't know if Google has a mouth. Oh. Hey, and, <laughs> and if she does have a mouth, does she gargle? Google gargle. <laughs> Google gargle? <laughs> Google gargle and in Ohio, 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 Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> dreams are weird, or they can be weird. Yeah, and they're all kinds of, of dreams. <clears throat> I think they're pretty weird all the time. Even yeah. daydreams are weird. Daydreams, night dreams, what? <laughs> <laughs> daydreams, night dreams. Other dreams. Other dreams. <laughs> Where did that come from? Notice I pinched it off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't see it. Oh gosh! Okay, stop. Let me start again. <clears throat> no, we 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 clinked. We're good. We clinked. don't need to clink. Um, yeah, so we're going to be talking about dreams. It's going to be fun, and you know, just to kick it off, do you know that you spend nearly one third of your life asleep? I do. That's weird. I do know that. Have you ever well, thought I about how I spend none of my life asleep? <laughs> I have a baby at home. Oh yeah, yeah. You're always whining about your baby. Boo hoo. Yeah, but you know, it's it's a really strange thing mm-hmm. that you are in this state called sleep. And have mm-hmm. you ever wondered well, why do we sleep? What's the deal with sleep? It is weird. It's like uh, weird things happen during sleep. It, yeah. All kinds of things happen during sleep. Like on the other side of the world, people are just going to work. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I mean, wh- what happens? I mean, you you lay down at night. Your, your body's tired. You lay I mean, down. Just, you like, close your eyes. Shuts off. And then you just like like a uh, like a switch. Yeah, but you're still somewhat aware because yeah, you know, like I've had people come into the house before, and I, I in my up. dream, I know that they're there. I know that like somebody's coming in the house, but I'm like aware that I'm asleep still. Yeah, that makes sense. And it, then you're like, does. yeah. If you hear a noise that's not normal, it'll pop me. Like if if I hear the garage door open while I'm sleeping, I'd, you're right. I'd be you're awake. You're awake. Yep. Yeah. It. I mean, so there's that kind of weirdness, but then it's just well, the whole physiology behind sleep. Why? Don't. I mean. Like it's like the time your battery gets recharged. Yeah. Like, like if you're an electric car, if you're a Tesla, Tesla, it's like the time you're plugging yourself in. Yeah. But what are you plugging yourself into? The covers. You're plugging yourself into something outside of it normal is life. Yeah. You just kind of like fade off. It's almost like you're dead for an hour or eight kind of. hours, and then you wake up and maybe you had a weird dream, but you just. Your body is alive, it's doing things, but it's on autopilot because you're not controlling anything. Mm-hmm. It's just happening to you. And I know like your body's doing a lot while you're sleeping. It does. Like you're not mentally, your your brain, your personality or whatever yeah. isn't doing a thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe like in some of the dreams, I guess we'll learn that maybe your your subconscious is doing stuff for you, but yeah. um, like your body's like 
recharging. It's 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 recovering muscle tissue and mm-hmm. sores and the cuts. Physiology. And those, you wake up sweating, and yeah, I don't think that's just because it's hot. I think you're actually like working. Yeah, your body's going your, to work. Your body is physiologically repairing itself. It's doing mm-hmm. things. But your brain is checking out. It's mm-hmm. going somewhere else. It's it's weird because where does it go? What goes on in your brain? Your consciousness. Where your consciousness turns off. Don't know. Did you know that dolphins have two sides of their brains or two brains or something that work separately? And one's like a animal brain, and then the other one's like a interactive brain. Mm. And the dolphin shuts off the interactive brain and the animal brain comes on it just swims around and it's like sleeping but it's moving and swimming oh that's weird uh, are horses kind of like that because they'll sleep standing up maybe and cows will too cows. yeah and i'm the whole idea of sleep is it's a w- really interesting i mean we could weird. do a, a show on just on, on sleeping. Just sleep it's weird what happens what's the paranormal interact possible paranormal interactivity that's going on yep. while your brain is somewhere else why, why do people see hat man and shadow people while they're sleeping yeah and why do they have dreams? paralysis like one of the dreams we're going to go over there's paralysis and mm-hmm. weird things are happening now see those are called lucid dreams and we'll get more into those later on a lucid dream is like something that it sticks with you it's very vibrant very real and it happens during rim sleep which is a type of sleep where your body is actually hyping up it's amping up your heartbeat's going up your body temperature is going up things are happening it's stimulating but you're asleep other parts of sleep are everything shuts down your body temperature drops your Hmm. blood pressure decreases your heart rate decreases and so there's like this whole variety Mm -hmm. of things that are going on a little sleep cycle yeah (laughs) it's what it is they they there are four or five stages of sleep depending on how you want to speaking of which Mm -hmm. i think i need a sleep study done for me for your uh for i just don't sleep that good shelby my wife says that i go long periods of time without breathing yeah and then she has to wake me up because she's afraid i died or something well that's true you'll like you're you'll like pinch off the air supply and i sound like a bear you do i was just kind of good when you're out hunting by yourself or something except kind of scare off the other bears or they're attracted to it because they want to well mate. i'm pretty sure they think i'm the biggest bear around well it's maybe they're loud. female bears wanted to come and like have baby bears make baby bears wow that'd be a dream that would be weird <laughs> hey <laughs> hey mama bear <laughs> what are you doing oh mama bear no no <laughs> hey mama bear <laughs> hey mama bear <laughs> Anyway, uh, it was just right. Oh no, that was baby bear. <laughs> oh no, baby bear was just right. So I mean, there are a lot of different kinds of dreams that people have, and I don't know, Austin. Do you have any dreams that you've had that kind of set a little hook here about the kind of stuff we might be talking about down the road? I, I have two dreams that I remember like being reoccurring, and I remember them really well. I don't know if I've talked about them before. You talked about the one where the snake's eating my belly. Yeah. I had a dream. I'd fall asleep. And I was always, I feel like, afraid of, like, robbers and fires and weird things in our house. Like snakes? Like maybe a snake or whatever Mm -hmm. that weren't so much like ghosts and ghouls, although aliens terrified me. Yeah. (laughs) But I used to have this dream where there was this long, yellow, thin snake. Like how long? Like a foot long? No, t- like 10 feet 20. long? 20. Like it was long and it would curl up, but it was only like maybe like a 
at two inches diameter. And it was yellow? And it was yellow and it had um, red or orange like diamonds all over it. Did it have like a big mouth and eyes or was it a small no. headed snake like a Well, like a its coral mouth snake. would open up, you know, like a snake's mouth. It can like just keep opening. It's creepy. Yeah. Their, their jaws disconnect and uh-huh. stuff. It's kind of like that. And I want to say it had almost cartoonish eyes that maybe were even like um, vertical pupil like a cat. Like slit. Yeah. Anyway, I'd go to sleep and this snake would slither into our house and it would be eating my dad and it was in my I was in my room. Was I dead? No. I don't I'd know. Be, but but I'd like just you be could sleeping see your or... ribs and like he was eating your stomach. And I would just have that terrible dream. I had it several times. I remember you told me about this and I'm like, Why in the heck? Why would you I dream that? Was it? And Maybe then, because my abs were so rock hard. I you bet saw you that's that. what it was. And you know like, what it was probably was we used to lay on your stomach. Yeah. And like you'd breathe and your stomach would be like, blah, 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 blah. Gurgle. <laughs> and then we'd hear it because we're putting our ear on your There's like creatures in there. Yeah, when we were little. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I had this other dream where and it was shortly after my grandpa, Grandpa Tony died. Uh-huh. And uh, we would be in the back of the house that they lived at with a wheelbarrow. And we were like picking up these sticks and putting them in the wheelbarrow. And it was foggy all around. Uh-huh. And one of the sticks would actually like kind of have legs. Like it looked like it had legs that would actually jump up and be animated and weird like kind of run off in the fog and grant i want to say papa tony would like kind of go off with this stick in the fog and it was really weird for me just because and it was like four or five nights in a row Hmm. i used to listen to this audio kind of story book as i fell asleep it was a cassette tape and it came in like a giant book Mm -hmm. you like open it and it's like remember that (laughs) yeah plastic snapping and then you pull put the cassette out and, and throw yep. it in the cassette player <laughs> and then it would play like these stories about animals mm-hmm. and i don't know why i associated that that story with that dream so i just quit playing that tape and because you never were... had the dream again so it was like almost influenced <laughs> by this random tape that is really weird you know anyway, when, yeah, when, I, when I was a little kid i had this dream and <laughs> i had i had about. snuck downstairs and I was hiding behind the couch watching a show that I wasn't supposed to watch. Uh, and back then, there weren't DVRs or Netflix or anything. You got what you got on one of the three <laughs> on channels the that you had. Yeah, you had yeah. ABC, NBC, and CBS. ABC, DEF, and mom and dad were watching this show, and I think it was called Salem's Lot. And it was a scary show about demon possession and weird stuff. Yeah. And so I went downstairs and I was hiding behind the couch. So I was doing something I shouldn't have been doing, Mm -hmm. watching. And they had this scene where a kid was possessed or something and he was flevitating and he was in his pajamas and he was floating up to this window. And I remember, and when he got into the window, people were looking at him and his head would spin 360 degrees Mm -hmm. around. Like the exorcist. Yeah, like that. Crazy. And... So then I was like freaked out. So I went to bed. And that night I had a dream that I was going to hell for being a bad person. Uh, and I was being possessed. And my head would, I would float. I couldn't control floating. myself. I just float up and my head would spin around 360 like, degrees. Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> it was the most horrible dream How old ever. Were you? I don't know, maybe five, six, seven. Oh, yeah. Somewhere <laughs> That'd in there. be rough to watch when you're little. Yeah, and so, and, and it haunted me. It's like, I felt like, oh, no, I'm going mm. to hell. That means I'm going to hell. And I was raised in a very legalistic kind of church environment. Mm-hmm. So they talked about hell and 
eternal damnation and fire and, and, and everything and that was motivated to try to bring you to a point where you would come forward and confess all your mm-hmm. bad things you've ever done so you wouldn't go to hell. And then give all your money away. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, I as a kid, I was walking around terrified all the time that I was going to go to hell. You're going to start floating and yeah, spinning. I was that kind of, I was that kid. <laughs> That's funny. I was that weird kid. And so that stuck in my mind. I remember that very clearly. And the worst part of my dream was is when I floated up and my head spun around and I could see the look of sorrow and horror in the look in the faces of my mom and oh, my dad. Because they were watching me and basically they had to say that their son was a demon. Well, that's weird. I know. Wasn't it's that a crazy yeah, dream? <laughs> anyway, I don't want to talk about a lot of those dreams because <laughs> but that's one of the earliest dreams I remember having. Mm-hmm. And it's the icky one. Right. Trying to yeah. think of you've had some really bad dreams I've heard of. I've had bad dreams. I've had weird dreams. Mm-hmm. You should talk about the one that kind of kicked, inspired your artwork for the last episode. Oh, for a strange act of kindness. Yeah. So in that, this is kind of a be a semi long story, but it's okay. It's yeah. fun to talk about dreams. So, so know. yeah, our last episode, which was about a strange act of kindness, has a hand reaching down into, like through the water, like reaching down into the water to pull somebody to safety or pull them out. And that helping hand reaching yeah. out. And that is actually a dream I had. Um, and this, okay, I'll just do it. I'll just say do the it. whole dream. <laughs> so this dream, um, at that time of our life, we had moved around a bunch of times. We were in Twin Falls or just moving back to Twin Falls after like our ninth move. Mm. And I was in the video game development industry. So I was moving around and doing artwork and animation for different studios all over the place here. And uh, at some point, you know, things kind of changed in that industry and I was looking for a new job and it was always, I was always have to jump around for new gigs. And I remember one night I just was like, man, you know, cause I, I believe there's God and I believe that he has a plan for my life. And so I, I just had said something like, God, you know, I don't know what I want to do with my life, but whatever it is, it's okay. And so in my mind, I kind of had this idea that maybe I'd be, maybe even be a pastor or something. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I was open to it. And so when I had to go to bed and I have this dream. Was it that night or just a night around that time It period? was around that time period. Okay. It's not like you were like at no. the end of your bed, your knees on the floor. You're like, oh, no, 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 no. Help no. me. And then no. that night you wake up. So I don't know if you remember. At that time, I was living in Salt Lake City. I had an apartment there. Mm-hmm. And then I would drive back after. I'd work four days, like four tens. And then I'd drive back to Twin Falls, which is about three and a half hours away. Mm-hmm. And then I'd stay with you guys on the weekends, and I'd drive back down on Monday, and I'd work Monday through Thursday in Salt Lake City. And I was working for a game development studio. And then I'd drive back. And so when I was praying, it was when I was in Salt Lake City. And then I came back that weekend, and that's when I had the dream. Oh, okay. So I just said, you know, whatever you want, I'll do it. There you go. And I thought, well, maybe maybe God's going to make me be a pastor or something. I don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. So I had never, I, my background was very legalistic, like I said. I'd never had a, like a Pentecostal or any kind of weird kind of strange dream where people, you know, prophesy and do all that kind of stuff. That was right. totally alien to me. So I came back to Twin Falls and I went to bed. And in the middle of the night, I had this dream. And I remember asking in my prayer, God, you know, help me to see how, 
people like you see people. Mm-hmm. Help me to have a heart for people like you have a heart for people. Right. And I think he answered that. And it was awful. And it was great at the same time. <laughs> so here's my dream. In my dream, I'm walking down a hallway, like in a school or a university or a college or a seminary or something. Mm-hmm. Like a big hallway. Mm-hmm. Long. And to my right and to my left are two pastors, ministers that I knew. And I'm walking down the thing. And they said, so you're going to be in ministry. Where will you minister? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I'll go wherever, whatever I'm supposed yeah, to do. Just floating here. So I'm walking down this thing. And we go out these doors. And we hear this noise, like a rushing wind. And we're looking around. And it's like, wow, there's a wind coming. And this wind swept through at the edge of this, whatever it was, and it picked me up. And it blew me away. It actually carried me in the wind. Lifted you off the ground. Lifted me off the ground and left those two ministers behind. And that's behind. when your head started spinning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? And it didn't. My head didn't spin. Oh, good. But it picked me up and it, it was blowing me towards a, a, a ravine, like an edge of a ravine. Like it was like I could see it coming. It's... It's like it had those guards along the that you see along the roadway, yeah, and like the, the, yeah. that keep you on the roadway. It was like I was heading towards that, and I wasn't on the road. I was going towards the road, and then there was the drop into the ravine. Mm-hmm. Not a little ravine. We're talking like Death Valley like a gorge, ravine. Or like, like a, a gorge, canyon. huge yeah. canyon. But it wasn't rocky cliffs. It was like slopes down. Okay, and I don't know if. You've probably been up to the Columbia Gorge where the Columbia River flows, and it's like everything slopes down into this big, huge river at the bottom. It was kind of like that. And uh, so I was being carried by the wind, blown that direction. And I remember right before the wind picked me up, on my right side was like a new-looking church building. Like it was modern brick. It looked kind of like a university. And to my left was like an old school church like something you'd see like a bell tower and a yeah like barn a, like door an old classic down. looking church yeah. but it had fallen down it was dilapidated like an old mission like it was crumbling okay and i was like and they were saying so which one where do you think which church are you going to minister at are you going to be a pastor at and i'm like i don't know you do and then the wind picks me up and it blows me right between the two buildings and i'm like trying to stop and i'm trying to get down <laughs> and it blows me right between the two buildings and towards the edge and then it blows me over the edge and i just go flying down this ravine and i wasn't tumbling i wasn't i wasn't hitting the ground you're like flying like i was being carried by the wind okay i was being carried pocahontas style and so i look down and i see as i'm flying down this this deep ravine i see a big up crop of rocks no it was actually one rock one big rock and it, I'm, I'm being driven right towards this huge rock. And I'm like, oh, no, this is going to hurt. What's going to happen? Is it going to kill me? I'm going to run into this rock. Well, the wind blew me, just drove me right into that rock. And the rock just shattered. And I tumbled in the air. I didn't ever hit the ground. I tumbled in the air. The wind was still carrying me, but it hurt me. It hurt me bad. But I wasn't dead. And, hmm. then, I, and then it just continued to blow me down the ravine. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm broken. What happened? You know, but the wind's still carrying me. Is it going to let me down? What's happening? And then I see another upcropping of rock. And this one there, it was like, it wasn't a single rock. It was like multiple rocks stacked up. Yeah. 
it's like, oh, and I knew I was going to hit that one too because I'd hit the first one. Mm-hmm. And so the wind drove me into the second and I wasn't surprised by it, but it broke me even more. And all those rocks just shattered and went all different directions. Like Superman. And the wind, yeah. And the wind <laughs> kept painful. driving me and then got down to the river's edge, this big river, and it let me go. And I just dropped and tumbled, tumbled onto, the bank. onto the ground and onto the bank. And my feet were on the bank and my body was laying out on the water of this rapid moving river, mm-hmm. dark river. And I'm laying there and I'm thinking, wow, you know, I'm not dead. And I just laid there. I just laid there for a long, long time. And then I started wondering, well, how come I'm not sinking into this water? What's what what's going on here? I'm my feet are on the ground on the bank, but why aren't I sinking my body, my torso oh, and head? Oh, so you're I thought your feet were in the water. No. I'm laying down. down. My feet are up on the bank. My head's out in the farthest into the water. My shoulders and everything. Oh, but weird. I'm not sinking into the water. You know, you'd think you'd, your head and stuff would mm-hmm. go under, but I wasn't. You're like Aragorn when he falls off that cliff. Yeah. And he like floats all the way down. Kind of like that. <laughs> Except for my feet were grounded on the bank. Right. And I, I was like, well, this is weird. What's holding me up? Something is there. And so I looked around and I couldn't see anything except for what looked like maybe I was laying on like a, like something with a, like a, an opening in it. It was like a cage or something. Mm-hmm. And there was, I could see a rectangular opening to my right. And I was laying there I'm like, well, what is this? And I got looking at it more and more. And then I saw that there was color on it. It was like kind of yellow. The, the frame was kind of yellow. And I got looking a little more and it looked like. Like it was a bus, like it was the side of a school bus. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that was a window into the school bus. Oh, weird. And and so I'm laying there, my body's on that, my feet are on the ground, and I'm looking through this window. And I had this thought, I wonder if anybody's in there. There's a school bus under the water being submerged, and the water is starting to be more rapid. It became more torrential, like it was going to wash away the bus, or whatever it was. And I'm like, well, I wonder if anybody's inside. And so I took my hand and I just reached it down into the window. And that's why I drew that The picture. hand in the water mm-hmm. thing. And I just reached my hand down in, into the water. I couldn't see anything. It was brackish. It's it like, was dark, gray, right. yucky, ugly water. And I just put my hand in there and it was there for a minute. And then all of a sudden something grabbed it. And I pulled out my hand and there was a little child, a little girl... Hmm. holding onto my hand and the little girl was maddie oh yeah Mm -hmm. was a girl that we knew a family that we knew a little girl that we cared a lot about she was in my dream and that was the girl that i pulled out of the water and i'm like what do i do with this and then i look over and there's another pastor that i knew that's holding my feet on the bank he's holding my feet to the bank and i hand her to him and then I'm like, well, that was weird. I wonder if there's more. Mm-hmm. So I stuck my hand down in and another person or thing grabbed my arm and I pulled it out and it was Maddie again. Oh, that's weird. It was like the same. Same girl. Creepy. And I hand her to the pastor. Again. Do, you, do you remember what was like the other one like waiting? I don't remember. On the shore and like watching you pull out the next one? All like, I knew is that or was there like a I had a feeling that they were safe. Huh. They were safe. 
And so that's all I could, I mean, in my mind, that's the way I still feel. And th- and by the way, this is still very vivid to me. It's not like this is diminished in right. any way. It's very real. So I can see this stuff in my head when I talk about it. So I do it again, a third time. And I pull out another Maddie, another kid. Whoa. Now, and then I'm, now I look at it and I go, you know, I had just prayed like a day or two before. <clears throat> Help me to see people like you see people. Mm-hmm. And... And so I'm pulling Maddie out every time, right? And that's thinking, weird. It's like it, it's God like must see Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more somebody that I thought was special, sweet and small, and and that I cared that about, I valued yeah. and I cared about and loved. Yeah. And so you know, here she is, and and so I'm pulling out Maddie, and then and then I start looking a little closer, like, well, I wonder how many people are in this bus. Mm-hmm. So I look into the water, and then it starts clearing up inside the bus. The waters are raging more and more around me. And there was a sense of urgency, like, I need to get these Every, people all the out, out. Yeah. out of the bus. Because it's going to be swept away. The bus is going to be swept away. Hmm. And so I reached my hand in another Maddie grab, and I lift him up. And then I just kept crazy. doing that for a long time. That's crazy. Yeah, it just was until there was one Maddie left. And by then, I could see inside the bus very clearly mm-hmm. inside the bus. And, and I could see it was the last Maddie there. And I was like, oh, good, I can get her out. And I reach my hand in. And she starts to reach up, and then she looks at me, and she's like, shakes her head, no. Nope. Well, weird. Don't want to go. I'm like, you don't understand. You don't understand. You got to grab my hand. And the she's bus underwater? Like, she's un- not dry? It's yeah, like- and that's another aspect. I'm glad you brought that up. Because it was like, in my mind, I'm wondering, okay, it's like they're dead, but they don't know it. Oh, weird. It's like they're in the water. Um, they're drowned. They don't realize they're drowned. They don't know that they need to be pulled out of this bus. You know, and they don't know they're about ready to get swept off. And so I thought about that though. It's like they've they've already they're already dead. It's like when I pulled them out, it brings them to life. It's weird. It was so weird. Creepy. So <laughs> so I'm reaching down for her and I got my hand reaching down in the water like that artwork. Mm-hmm. And I'm reaching for her and she reaches up and then puts her hand down and she's like, "No." And I'm more emphatic. I'm like, grab my hand, grab my hand. It's gonna, you're gonna be swept away. And she won't grab my hand. Just grab it. She won't grab my hand. And and finally, everything swept away. Well, that's bad. Everything swept away, and and they still got me. I didn't get swept away because my feet was on the bank, and and they were holding me. <laughs> but all of that gets swept away. And it's like they're gone, they're lost, they're dead, whatever. I don't even know what it was. And I woke up from that dream, and it's hard to even talk about it now without tears coming to my eyes because I was just sobbing. Hmm. And I, it wasn't like I felt deep sorrow. It was like this weird thing. And ask your mom. It was like every time I would try to tell this dream, i get to this part and tears would just flow. Right. And I'm not even crying in my, you know, I don't feel emotional like I'm crying, but tears would just flow. And I kept thinking, you know, that prayer, God, how do you see people? And I keep thinking about that to this day, that he sees people as a precious child. Mm -hmm. And he wants nothing more for them to just grab his hand so he can take him out. And some do. But the one that doesn't, that gets swept away, it hurts him. Hmm. There's sorrow and tears and and. And it just, there's weeping over right. that. So that dream is still a dream I have. 
I don't know what it means. I keep expecting things to happen. I keep thinking like, okay, maybe I just reach my hand in. What does that mean? Uh, what? And I, maybe it's this podcast. Maybe this podcast is just me reaching my hand in. It's like, hey, people, I don't know. Grab my hand. I don't know what mm-hmm. I'll do. I'll throw you up to somebody else, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens. But um, yeah, so that's a that's a weird dream. And I think that would be categorized in the lucid prophetic lucid, side. Right. Um, maybe because, prophetic. I mean, yeah, maybe not. I don't know. You don't know. But I mean, even maybe if, healing. It could be in healing. Yeah, uh, we we do like have a, a self fulfilling prophecy. We do have a. Uh, but I do know that I keep looking at just about every major milestone of my life. I keep looking for: is this me? Is this on the, the beach? school bus? Is this the rocks that I hit? Right. I wanna I wanna I wanna bring up something because I think it's really cool because okay you're dreaming about me but I think oh I yeah, vaguely yeah, yeah remember you mentioning me yes you were in, in this dreams. dream yeah okay I forgot to tell you that part so <laughs> and that's why I wonder sometimes if it's a stupid podcast mm-hmm. because in my dream I'm laying there broken on the side and this is about this time I start realizing that maybe I can reach my hand in this window whatever it is and. Uh, and I wonder about my family, you know, what's going on? And then I look up and I see Austin. <laughs> and you're like skipping. <laughs> Could you imagine me skipping? Down the ravine. There's like a trail. There's like a trail down to where I finally ended up. Like, so you had somehow just happily just kind of skipped down this trail do, until, do, 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 do. and you're happy. And and you come up and you're there. You're there during this, this whatever I'm doing. The Maddie. Yeah, the Maddie re- deliver. Yeah, extrication. <laughs> extrication. <laughs> the Maddie extrication. <laughs> you're there and you're laughing and you're having fun. And, and you know, and um, you're like, just grab a freaking Maddie, man. <laughs> Quit giggling. You grab a Maddie. Yeah. <laughs> no, isn't that weird? It's it such weird. a weird dream. And then, it's so funny. here we are. That was 20, no, not quite 20, 15 years ago, because it was right before we moved here. Mm-hmm. And, and so here you are sitting in the studio. We're laughing and we're giggling. And I'm the hunky dory one. Yeah. And we're reaching through this window called podcasts <laughs> to the giant school yeah. bus. So if anybody needs to grab my arm, just grab it. I don't know. I'll lift you up and hand you off to somebody else. Speaking of which, more, if you better. feel like grabbing my dad's arm, <laughs> yeah. please you, feel free to. to uh, if you feel like you're drowning in a bus of, and you don't know why, or you just feel like you're drowning and you need out, okay, grab my arm and I'll click, try to hand you off to somebody who can help you. Wait, I'm going to do this like a pastor. <laughs> click subscribe today to ensure that you won't be the Maddie that slept <laughs> away. It was a really. It's crazy dream. that you remember it like that. Like, it's kind of like the Papa Tony dream. Yeah. You can remember the colors and the mm-hmm. the stick and the the you know every little detail. Yeah. Same with the the weird snake dream. Yeah, I can I can remember it so well, and I can remember the green shag carpet in my room, and you know, like I can remember like mm-hmm. how real it felt, and if it was well, like here's that dream. A, here's the thing that kind of kind of gets me as I think about this, and you know, I've thought about this for years and years, um, so. The rushing wind that we heard that picked me up and drove me away. I mean, there's like all this narrative in biblical writings mm-hmm. about the rushing wind. And and like so, like at the day of Pentecost, if you guys are any kind of, you know, have gone to church, uh, there's this point where these tongues of fire come down on people on the day of Pentecost. And they people heard the sound of rushing wind. 
And so I think of that and I think, oh, that's weird. And then and you think about things like people drowning or rivers flowing and sweeping. A rumbling. Sweeping people away Washington. in the flood. Mm-hmm. And so there's all that kind of stuff that was in my dream that is like, it just, it just it feels. It lingered. It lingers and it feels unnatural for a normal dream. I mean, right. normal dreams are like, oh, I'm flying or my Legs are made of lead and I can't run. <laughs> and the boogeyman's going to get me. Yeah, those are the worst. Yeah. So, I mean, everybody's had those kind of things. But this was something so different from all of those that it it, it was, yeah, just a big Freaked deal. Freaked you out a little. Yeah. I had a dream once that I was kind of getting, like, whooshed down a hill into a canyon. And I can name the canyon. It's over by the Prime Bridge. There's, like, uh the devil's corral or whatever yeah Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like a little like drop down in and then you can go right into the canyon from there if i remember yeah Yeah, you can walk all the way down to the river yeah and i would like run it and i would jump off the canyon and i would like penguin you know like penguins do like they straighten out they stick their chest out and they're going so you're going to dive head first yeah and i would but not like straight down i would like bounce off the rocks and it would hit my chest and i'd be like skip 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 all the way to the bottom and then I'd end up at the top again, and I'd just do that again. And like, like kind of like bounce down the canyon, but it was fun. Yeah. It was like a roller coaster. So It's like you had like an inflatable chest. <laughs> you could just bounce down the canyon. It's very inflatable. Oh, yeah. It's hard design. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We're going to talk about a lot of people's dreams. And mm-hmm. we have like a few that people have shared with us that Some are scary straight up and creepy. Bonkers. And yeah. Some are weird. Um we're looking for more. Just send your dream to my story at estrangething.com. It's mm-hmm. that simple. And whatever Easy it is, peasy. we'll read it, we'll check it out, we'll categorize it, and if we use it, we'll send you swag and stuff. Oh yeah. But we had a call out for people to submit their dreams. And we had a dream submitted by Don. And uh I'm gonna read that here in a second. But what's interesting about this is that in this dream. Dawn is trapped underwater, but she's alive. So anyway, it kind of fits. Right. So I thought, hey, let's just kick off and we'll do another dream. And this dream's from Dawn. And here we go. Here we go. She says, I'm a child in this dream, about four or five years old. I'm in a small group of other children of the same age. When the dream starts, we are walking through a forest, but it is also very swampy and wet. It's not cold, but there is a lot of mist in the air, and it's hard to see where we are going. We are being led by an adult. It sort of seems like we are on a field trip or something led by a teacher. After walking for a while, the ground becomes transparent as if we are walking on ice. Oh, weird. But it still isn't cold. We come to a small clearing, and there is a hole in the ice. There is warm water underneath. The teacher instructs us to get in. I'm not afraid, and I do as I'm told. As soon as I'm in, I have to move over to make more space for the rest of the kids, and I'm under the ice, under the water. I can see others above me. I start to panic, and I can't breathe. This is when I wake up, sometimes in a panic, sometimes with a jolt as if I was falling. I had this dream at least six or seven times when I was young. I don't remember the first time it happened, but the last time I was around 17 years old. Hmm. Having a reoccurring dream is strange enough, in and of itself, but what I found even more fascinating was years later, as an adult, when I was telling my dad about it, 
He asked me if I remembered the preschool I had attended where they also had swimming lessons. I didn't remember until he reminded me. I had some, but only very vague memories of it. He then proceeded to tell me that a child drowned at that school during my swimming lessons. I suppose it could have been just a coincidence. Dreams are very mysterious, but it definitely struck me as very strange. And I will never forget the dream or the conversation with my dad. Crazy. That's a weird dream. That is a weird dream. There's a lot of dreams where people are stuck underwater. Yeah. I think maybe because water is so mysterious. We could totally get into like uh, dream symbolism because mm-hmm. I'm sure there's tons of information about water and that kind of stuff. Oh, I'm sure. I'm not prepared for that, but that would be a fun thing to do maybe in one of our next episodes. Right. Is talk about some of the major symbols of what and what they mean in dreams. But those symbols, who knows if they're really true or not. Right. It is weird. I wonder if it's because you feel that feeling of floating that they talk about in falling as mm-hmm. you fall asleep. And there's like some chemical that causes that. It's the same one that's released when you like yeah. have love. Like you fall in love. It's, yeah. But... Uh, I wonder if it has to do with because really only the other place where you have like weightlessness is water. Yeah. So your true. brain like kind of makes that leap or something. Yeah. Maybe you're remembering before you're born being in, floating around in your mother's womb in the that would be fluid. weird. It's weightless. Maybe. That'd be weird. Well, it could be. I don't, know. <laughs> it, I don't remember that. So like, like weird dreams. Like, have you ever had a dream you're flying? Oh, yeah. All the time. They're my favorite. Yeah. They're awesome. You can like float and fly and dive and, and mm-hmm. you're so free. I love those dreams. Or dreams where, like, you're stuck and can't move. Those are bad. I don't like those. I do not like those. Usually trying to get Trapped away from dreams something. in general. Yeah. Like, there was one. It kind of covers both of what you just said. It was a dream where I was, like, in a cocoon type thing. Ooh. Like, it wasn't, like, gross. The cocoon wasn't gross. It no, wasn't I mean like, just being trapped, like, in yeah, a sleeping bag. Yeah, it was, like, in, like, a straight move. jacket type deal. <laughs> it was, like, kind of a croissant shape, you know, like, crescent moon kind of C shape. So, my body's kind of bent around it. yeah badly it wasn't comfortable in my dream and i'm and i'm falling from the sky like from heaven or like from the star you know the heavens and i'm falling from the sky like no control though. way up high and i'm just falling straight down and i slam into this trash can i remember having that dream several times a trash can like like a, like a dumpster a, like a, a big dumpster? green with the folding cushion your fall no it was oh. more like violent oh but it was one of those dreams where it's like I'm stuck and I can't move and I'm miserable and I'm falling and I'm going to hit soon. I know it. So you've had the dreams where, or heard people talk about dreams where if you die in your dream, then you, you die, die in, in real life. life. I've heard that before. Like the Matrix. Yeah. Have you ever died in your dream? I don't know. I had a dream where I was like a ghost and people couldn't see me. Kind of mischief. You yeah. Yeah. I, I like dreams where you wake up and you're having a dream and you want to go right back into the dream. Yeah. 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 Well, okay. So say like you're in your having a dream and the dream is like you're, you're, it's a romantic dream and you're about ready to hook up with somebody that's not your spouse. Scott Johansson. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> so in the dream, you know, it's like, oh yeah, I can do this. It's not really happening. It's a dream. <laughs> yeah. But then, in, but then at the same time you're going, no, I can't do that. I know it's a dream, but I still feel guilty about this. Yeah, I've had those. That's before. when it turns into the Weird. when your guilt sets in. It turns into that scene you were talking about where they're like a zombie or like oh, dead. your head floats and spins around. No, 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 no. Oh. The, from that movie, um, the hotel. 
Come on. Oh, The Shining. Yeah. And then oh, yeah. the lady's like dead. Uh, yeah. I, when I was in high school, if I saw a, a really attractive person and my mind went in bad places, I would I would remember that scene from the movie and I would go in my mind and I'd even tell my friends, puss pockets, puss pockets, puss pockets. <laughs> that sounds like the making of a serial killer. You like see an attractive woman and you're just like, picture them dead. Picture them dead. Oh, picture no, them dead. No, not picture them dead, but just get that that erotic beautiful picture out of your head to replace it with something that's like okay i don't want to go there so let's go over kind of the sleep cycle yeah. so because different dreams kind of come into play in different throughout times, the, yeah. the sleep cycle so. well and sometimes dreams can happen while you're awake oh yeah daydreams. every day on my way to work it's like a full-on daydream catastrophe I do, every time i go to the bank i have a daydream that I'm like, like oh, somebody's a thousand dollars. No, no, no. Oh. It's like somebody's robbing the bank, and then I see myself launching across the lobby, <laughs> tackling, sliding across right? the bank tiller's bar. Yeah, and then saving the day, taking a bullet, but it didn't hurt you enough. It and didn't you still kill me. The guy. And then the bank wants to reward me with millions of mm-hmm. dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that kind of stuff. See, you do it too. Oh, yeah. I, I think everybody does. Well, I always that think, kind of stuff. and I, I read this book. I didn't read it. I can't read. I was gonna say you read a book. Oh <laughs> I my listened, gosh! I listened to a book on my phone at work. Well, miracles never cease. <laughs> I dreamt I read a book, but uh, <laughs> I read a book in my dream. Uh, it's it, it's about like being situationally aware and all that stuff. Yeah. So now when I go into a bank, I like think about like every little thing, and I don't know if that's a form of daydreaming, but I know what you're talking about, like it, like at church. Yeah. And you're like, if a guy comes in I'm here, gonna I'm going to like jump and run across the top of the chairs of the pews. Yeah. And I'm going to f- fly and kick the guy in the face. And yeah. then he'll fall back into the the altar. Yeah. And then he'll burn alive in the altar next to the slaughtered calf. And, and then baby. everybody will think you're like, that God put you there just for that mm-hmm. moment and that time. <laughs> okay. But anyway, yeah. So everybody has those kinds of dreams, daydreams. Yep. So I had one in church this morning. Did you? Yeah. I had one in church this morning. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was like exactly the same. That was funny. That was good. I can't remember what it was now. What were we talking about? That was so funny. It was good. It was like, <laughs> I had a dream in church today. Did you? Yep. I had a dream in church today. Did you? Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah, shoot. Um, well, well, you know... Honestly, I actually thought a couple times about that church down in, uh, was it Texas, where the guy the gunman went in, mm-hmm. and everybody was packing. Yeah. <laughs> and before, you know, he, he was able to shoot two people, I think. But then he was gone. I mean, everybody in the congregation had drawn their weapons, and they, they said in the video, you can see, they had a, a web camera. Mm-hmm. And they had five people draw on him within on the like... the same guy. Yeah. That's awesome. And I think only one person shot. Shot and killed or wounded? It killed him. Oh, yeah. Bummer. Dead. What was that? Uh, I opened myself a can, good sir. What are you drinking? This is Peanut Butter and Death by Iron Horse Brewing Company. Peanut Butter and Death PB? Yep. Is it good? Um, It's super good. <laughs> you know you haven't sipped it yet. I have. I've had it before. It's super good. It's uh. got a skull and crossbones with a monocle, mm-hmm. and one of the bones is a knife with peanut butter on it. 
I've had some, and I agree. It is very good. Yep, it's yeah. awesome. And it's super dark. Speaking of which. You're dark? Your no. face is dark? The story you're about to tell me is pretty dark. Yeah, this is going to be a cool story. So so we got um, we asked for people to submit their stories, and we've had a few people do that. Um, we read one earlier from Don, which was creepy, and it kind of fit in with my story about being underwater mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. And, and uh, this next one is from Jane O. I think this one falls perfectly in the category of nightmare. Yeah, this one is creepy, and it's. I think it was recurring. Oh. Yeah, so it's even worse. <laughs> and then also, I just have to say, it reminds me of, I've, I've been watching this new series, I think it's on CBS, called Evil. Oh, and that's a good thing to be reminded of. Well, what's weird about it is in that show, mm-hmm. there are interactions that are very similar to what... Jane O describes. Oh goodness! Yeah, Jane, thank you so much for submitting your uh, dream to us and trusting it with us. It is a great story. It's a great dream, and it's exactly what we were hoping to get. So anyway, I'm just going to read it like I did Don's, if that's okay. That's fine with okay. me. What about you guys? Yeah. Yes, please do. Perfect. All right, let's read it, Dad. Okay, here we go. And Jane writes, Hey, fellas, I wanted to share a dream I had several years ago that still makes my hair stand on end. Talented hair. Yeah. (laughs) It may not be podcast worthy, but you ask, so here it goes. I'll try to paint the picture the best I can. It started where I was in my living room, in my own home. It was nighttime, so everything was dark besides the light of the TV where a movie was playing. The movie was Short Circuit from the 80s. Which is hilarious and a huge side note. But anyway. Shed? I, I got see a shed. Yeah, shed. Uh, <laughs> I got up to walk into one of the bedrooms, but instead of walking into the bedroom in my house, I walked out of the bedroom in my parents' basement. Almost like I had walked through a portal or something. Oh. I was in a hallway looking directly up the stairs. There are only five or six stairs to the middle level part of the house, so I could see the entryway and living room up there. It was all dark there as well, other than the light of the moon shining in the windows. I had a bad feeling that I wasn't alone, so I called out for my mom or my dad. As I did that, at lightning speed, a human figure ran from the living room down the stairs and tackled me. Close up, the figure was definitely human-like, but was disfigured like a decaying corpse. (laughs) It Mm. had me pinned down and was staring intently into my eyes. All I could think about doing was to cast it out, how I was taught to as a Christian. I know you guys probably know, but for those who don't, you command that spirit to leave in the name of Jesus. When I began to speak, the figure's eyes squinted and he smiled at me. Not a happy smile, but a smile of satisfaction. He had a look of triumph. When he smiled, it had perfectly white, straight teeth. He did not leave. I did not get free. Oh, creepy. I woke to the image of being pinned down by this strange figure. It haunts me to this day of what it could have meant or could mean now. It certainly struck me as not just a bad dream, but a dream with a message or was a symbol. So there you have it. Keep up the good work. Jane O. Goodness. That is a creepy, creepy dream. I can picture that. So uh, Grandma and Grandpa John's house. Yeah. They that have kind of yeah. that same like six steps up 
into like a split level house. Yeah, it's called a tri-level. Tri-level. Yeah. yeah. And you could definitely see like a full person, like their legs. It's, yeah. And then they see their run top. down the stairs and then it, oh, that would be terrifying. Oh, yeah. And the is, same with the moonlight and the the darkness. It, yeah. And so she was in her mom and dad's house and it had that same kind of stairwell. Mm. And then this thing runs down and pins her. So it was like honor. It was like honor on top of her. Crazy. And holding her. And she could look up into its face and see the white teeth. Oh, that kind of reminds me of like the grinning man or whatever. The Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like a, basically like a shadow person. An apparition, yeah. And it makes you wonder like, is this connected to or are all these sightings of well, Hatman being at Milner's Gate, like we discussed before, kind of implies that it's not a dream. Yeah. But like the old hag. Are some of these just dream states that people are seeing? They're actually dreams, but they wake up out of a lucid state and they can't differentiate between what's real and what was a dream. Yeah. yeah. So are people seeing the old hag and that's actually the the a dream, a nightmare that they're having yeah. and they're not actually seeing anything or... You know, it kind of like crosses that line into the the paranormal side. It does. The grinning man is a pretty popular thing. Maybe you mm-hmm. could put a picture on our website around this of episode the, yeah, or something. We could. Yeah, but I mean, that's terrifying. Well, and the Big other thing about this Cheshire is weird. Grin. Yeah, the other thing about this that's weird. It's kind of like in in what we were talking about earlier with me being frozen on the ground. It's like this evil thing mm-hmm. in her mind she recognizes that this is evil and she feels like she should because of her religious upbringing she should cast it cast out it out of the house yeah. or whatever yeah because that it was something demonic mm-hmm. but what's strange to me is that when she did that it didn't work oh yeah it makes it creepy. it just laughed at it her smiled, smiled at her like oh yeah like that's gonna matter you know it's creepy. It's so terrifying. I know. Uh, Jane, that was like a really, really awesome dream story to share. That one might give me nightmares. Yeah. Like, yeah. It might. Because I kind of put everybody to bed. You know, my kids go to bed. Mm-hmm. My wife usually takes the baby up and puts him down. I'll usually take a minute on the couch, watch part of a show, or just relax. Sometimes not even have anything on the TV at all. Just kind of like, you know, a little bit, a minute of alone yeah. time. And then I lock the garage door, I lock all the doors in the house, and I head upstairs. What what would happen if I make that 90-degree turn to go up the other side of the stairs? And I just saw a guy, and he was all black, and he was going to tackle me. (laughs) It would be terrifying. And you were powerless to do anything Mm -hmm. about it. One thing, you know, that's kind of interesting about this dream, and we could probably psychoanalyze this, and same with Don's, is that the powerlessness that you Mm -hmm. have, and, and... then you try to grab onto something that you believe has power to overcome mm-hmm. that, and then it doesn't work. And it fails. It leaves you hopeless. But for people that have like you know that spiritual background, kind of like mm-hmm. I do, and and other people probably that are listening, so you're trained or you're told certain things, and I don't think in a spiritual attack that there is anything that would bring an evil creature, whatever it is. More satisfaction than robbing you of the hope mm-hmm. that yeah. what you believe can change the outcome of a situation. Right. Make you feel hopeless. Make you feel desperate. Make you feel like there is no possible way that things are going to get better. So if like even in a dream, if that can happen, I mean, that could have been a spiritual or 
lack of a better word, demonic attack mm-hmm. in a dream form. So that begs the question, do supernatural paranormal things bleed over into our dream states? Do they impact us? Do they cause us to do and believe and see things that aren't there or that aren't true? Yeah, exactly. Or maybe that are true. It kind of like points out the loopholes in your belief system, maybe. Yeah. And how do you know the difference? Right. I mean, it's it's a really weird, fascinating thing. Um, and, you know, I think it's kind of, it, it's becoming more evident as we talk about this more in the podcast. These things we're talking about are all connected with the things we've already talked about on mm-hmm. other episodes. Different themes, cattle mutilations. How would in the world would you expect that they would ever bleed over into dreams or strange things in the woods. We talked about things that happened Mm -hmm. or you talk about paranormal activity and ghosts and all of that kind of stuff. Apparitions. These things are all kind of connected, right? It feels like, and it could be us just filling in gaps. It could be, but it does sometimes feel like, like I just pointed out the whole shadow people thing. Yeah, exactly. Paranormal. This Cheshire grinning white that's what got me thinking about it when you were saying it everything kind of like mixes together and it's like a chain it's like maybe maybe this dream about this this monster this guy tackling jane Mm oh doesn't directly go straight to cattle mutilation no 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 but maybe it goes to what is the shadow what's behind what is that guy what's the smiling guy and then what's the guy with the hat? Well, here's, And then what does that mean? And then is that really an alien or a monster or a something that's going to attack a cow? And then... Well, here's where they connect. I mean, if you want to get right down to it, here's the way they all connect. Right. They connect because they lean towards some kind of supernatural or entity or force thing. or thing that is common between all of those things. Right. So if you want to talk about... Spiritual entities, demons, Nephilim, whatever you want to talk about. These disembodied Elohim that we talked about in cattle mutilations. Mutilations. You know, uh, how the the gods of old, you know, that they have the same kind of requirements for cattle mutilations or sacrifice. Similar, yeah, yeah. for sure. And what these are in the biblical narrative of the Elohim or the council of gods that, that are turn out to be fallen angels in the common christian vernacular that have illegitimate offspring with human women that because they are killed in the flood of noah become demons Mm -hmm. and then now there's these disembodied demonic forces that are trying to influence people in paranormal possible activities of of paranormal sightings of demons so you tie those together and then now you have possibly the demonic influence or the Elohim or multidimensional influence of these creatures on people in dream states when their conscious mind shuts off, dealing with the subconscious mind. All of a sudden, you have a connection across all of them. Whoa. And it's all, all of those connections are these entities. Something unexplained, some kind of being that you just can't put your finger on. And, you know, when we get to other topics... We're, we're moving towards the summer. There's going to be a, a conference on Sasquatch, and we are going to go and hopefully set up a booth, but we're going to do a kickoff on Giants and Sasquatch and those kind of things, and it's going to be a fun deal. 
We're going to call it something unique, which I don't want to give out right now. But anyway, that's coming, and that ties into this topic as well. A little bit, yeah. Like, maybe maybe some of these kind of fallen... It sounds so lame to say fallen angels. I know. Well, like some kind of church Sunday school. Or Constantine service. kind of yep. weirdness. Oh, no, Constantine was cool. That was cool. But, uh, yeah. yeah, like some kind of evil thing that just can't find a, a body to inhabit or whatever. Yeah. And he's showing up in the middle of your room in the middle of the night to try to take over or whatever. Mm-hmm. We'll see what's happening here is we get mixed up in the whole kind of Christian tradition or Judeo-Christian tradition of mm-hmm. of demons and the biblical narrative and God with lightning bolts looking down ready to punish people and send them to hell, which is a false narrative. What we're really talking about is that there are real creatures, hard science. We're not talking, I mean, you want to talk about aliens from other planets or you want to talk about the, uh, gosh, what are they called? The South American gods that they believed that came and set up things. Whatever those are, are kind of common in all those narratives. Right. And it says basically, now if you want to call them the uh, fallen sons of God or fallen angels, or you want to call them um, Elohim, Nephilim. Nephilim, or Elohim, or the Council of God, doesn't matter. Watchers. Watchers, that's also Something. the same thing. Yeah. And they fit this criteria. So if they exist, not just in Christendom, Anyway, <laughs> if they exist, we've got this culture of beings that are multidimensional or at least parallel to our dimension right? that can influence and impact our dimension. Mm-hmm. And it's not just Christianity no, either. No, There's all kinds of like... Well, there are all kinds of narratives. <laughs> every every, every major culture society and culture has a story. Has some similar. kind of yeah. giant or or monster or, or demon thing that creeps or in. Whatever it is, yeah. From like German to Chinese to everything, it seems like they do. They, they do. There's shamans, these common that threads that go across it all. They it's do. Crazy. It is. So that's what we're talking about. So we're not trying to like. Uh, I, I hate using the word Bible thump. We're indoctrinate. We're not indoctrinating people. We're giving people the freedom to think about something differently than maybe they've ever thought about mm-hmm. it before. And they're related. They're connected. Right. You know what's funny? And it kind of makes me just, I don't know, I just thought of this. So people think of these beings and like they're willing to open their, themselves up to the idea of like, yeah, maybe there is a shadow person. There's a hat man. Or, or an alien. Or an alien that comes down or spiritual paranormal things that happen Mm -hmm. but for some reason like if you put it in the context of a biblical narrative which has a lot of the same elements they refuse to even like entertain that idea or if you put it in any religious light buddhist whatever muslim hindu whatever they they tend to like disregard those things but they believe them on a different level which almost brings it credibility to being something that people are seeing. Yes. Or well, and I think part of the reason is and part of it is because well, Christianity in general has reacted to those types of things very narrowly mm-hmm. and very angrily and very judgmentally and so they hear any of that and then instantly they say, "Well, this is what it is." And emphatically they say, "Blah blah 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 blah." Right. And some of it is probably true, but it comes off so 
narrow and shallow and mean mm-hmm. that people don't want to listen to that. So now when they hear a narrative that sounds a little bit leaning towards that narrative, a little more woo woo, they get, they get the, they don't want to accept or listen to anything mm-hmm. that might sound that way, but they're willing to think about it in terms of, Oh, I see from saying. a different yeah. perspective. Because it doesn't carry all that baggage that maybe we've helped heap on we've, onto those things. I didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. I, I, maybe I did. I don't know. <laughs> but, but it's but what's fascinating to me, it doesn't really matter. Because we can talk about this stuff as things that actually happen to people. Right. And dreams really happen to people. People experience cattle mutilations. People experience possession. People experience paranormal activity. Mm -hmm. They don't always make those things up. Some of it is made up. But a lot of those things are not made up. It's really happening. It's a real experience. And how do you deal with it? How do you justify it? And how do you chop it up into pieces and put it into a cosmology that you can accept as a human? Right. In the space that you are right now. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of why we're doing this show. It's pretty fun. That's what this whole podcast is about. It's like, I want to, exp- I want answers to all this strange yeah. crap. I definitely sometimes, I told, I think I mentioned the whole paper in the door that looked like somebody leaning in and looking at me yeah, and yeah, disappearing. Yeah, yeah. I kind of was hoping it would be like a, a shadow person. Well, that's like when so I So went- I could like see it and be yeah. like, oh my goodness, yeah. it's, a, it's a real thing, you know? But you've experienced dreams- I've experienced dreams that for do sure. that. So that's one thing, but it's in a sleep state. But you want to experience something in a real state. I do kind of, yeah. But I also don't. <laughs> I know. It's like, uh, what happens if I do experience it? But I think yeah. it'd just be fun to like, like, like what we're doing is just to explore these kind of weird things, like the uh, kind of giants, big footy thing you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is coming. Which is coming, coming eventually. We're we, excited we, about it. We that's the one we've been talking about. Probably every time we see each other, we talk about it yeah, or yeah, more. Yeah. But anyway, what I was saying, I'm sorry, um, <laughs> is it, it's just fun to explore those things and then kind of apply it to whatever we've been brought up to learn. Yeah. And then instead of just shrugging it off, like, oh, that can't be. Oh, yeah, oh these you people can't are crazy. Think about that. You can't it's, ask those it's questions. It's fun to just be like, well, maybe that's the maybe. same as the this god or giant that they fought in the Muslim culture, or this yeah. Yeah. Christian thing they mention in the Bible, or about the something instead David of just slew with yeah. yeah Goliath. I know it. It is so fun. It is exciting. We should probably try to wrap some of this up because we could go down a minute. Oh, a bazillion yeah. rabbit holes. But bajillion. Yeah. The what you said. A bajillion. We could go oh. down those holes and we could just keep talking forever. Um, but this is fun. I'm loving this dream podcast because it it's funny how it's just tying stuff into other stuff. Right. And, and it's fun. But anyway, we're gonna Come back next time, and we're going to have more stories, more dream stories. Thank you so much for listening. We would definitely, as always, appreciate you liking us. Get, please, oh, please, oh, please. Yeah, yeah, like us on your favorite uh, podcasting app. Uh, join us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Like us on Facebook. We're going to try to get more and more active on what we post on Facebook. Be part of that community. We're going to have events that are coming up. Same with like Instagram and stuff like that. Absolutely. 
And then also, don't forget to submit your stories. <laughs> yeah, mom just peeked around the corner. Is that mom or a ghost? I can't tell. I don't know. It's an awful attractive it's, ghost. It's, it's doing that weird smirk thing. Yeah. Oh, oh it's walking it's, away. It's oh, she's going it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Send us your stories. Um, I don't care if it's ghost stories, if it's alien stories, if it's UFO stories, if it's anything strange, a strange story is what we're all about. So send mm-hmm. us a strange story. Send it to my story at a strange thing.com. Yep. Fun stories about anything. Dreams are kind of our topic now, but like we said, a strange thing in the woods, strange paranormal things you may have seen, yep. anything. And yeah, we're going to be coming back around to revisit a lot mm-hmm. of the subjects. We'll do updates. If you have a cow and it got mutilated, there's send more us cattle pictures. mutilations going on. Somebody sent me a horse that was mutilated and it looked exactly the same as the cow. So it was yep. weird. Um, stay tuned for that. And if you hear weird stuff, send it to us, man. Go to my story or send it to Mike at a strange thing.com or Austin at a strange thing.com. It'll yeah. work. It'll yeah. get to us. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening. You want to close this out, Austin? You got anything big to say? So join us next time for some cold drinks and some strange conversations. Taters. Taters. Taters.